Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In today's show, we'll be discussing the latest technical analysis, as well as the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, I've been writing about and coined the concept of a global hash war relating to Bitcoin for years. This idea has recently been co-opted and bastardized by members of the U.S. military in a very stupid, disgusting, and unconscionable unconscionable way. Also in today's show, Bitcoin ordinals daily inscriptions surge due to BRC 20 tokens. We'll also be discussing India to facilitate international settlements in rupees to reduce the dependence on the U.S. dollar. Also more breaking news, Saudi Arabia and OPEC reveal surprise oil production cut while the White House insists that the cuts aren't advisable right now. We'll also be discussing long-term Bitcoin hodlers gobbling up $13.4 billion worth of Bitcoin in quarter one of this year. I'll be breaking down the latest insights from analytics firm into the block. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin liquidity drops the 10-month low amid U.S. bank run. And we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. <music> Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everyone, tuning in. This is podcast episode number 1240. I'm your host, JV. Today is April 3rd, 2023. And as you can see here in the market watch, the current market is currently correcting with Bitcoin down 0.3% for the day, but main tra- maintaining above 28,000. We have Ether down 0.11%, trading at around 1,800 with many of the major alts correcting with Cardano one of the few in the green up just 1%. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the crypto market cap is sitting at $1.169 trillion, with about $39 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance at 46.4%, with the Ether dominance at 18.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, 
SXP up 28%, trading at almost uh, 88 cents, followed by INJ up 10%, trading at $5.55, followed by DYDX up 5%, trading at $2.49. Below that, we have Bitcoin Cash and Conflux. And also checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, S. XP also leading this pack up 31% and INJ up 8.4%. And yeah, pretty modest gains overall with many overall in the red. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index shows we're currently rated a 63. Greed yesterday a 63, last week a 64, and last month a 50, which is neutral, dead in the middle. And yeah, so let me know if you guys are currently bullish on the King Crypto and how many of you have taken advantage of this dip as we dive into today's technical analysis. Now for the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. Number one, oil cut boosts the dollar as inflation concerns return. That's right, a key event over the weekend, which is now up ending macro conditions, is the decision to cut global oil output. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. OPEC has announced voluntary cuts in production, totaling 1.6 million barrels per day. And the impact was felt immediately with the U.S. dollar rising alongside energy costs. In fact, I'm going to be breaking this down in great detail a little later on uh, in the show, as this is a pretty big deal. For the second factor, Bitcoin price rebounds from OPEC. Plus news, Bitcoin initially felt the pressure from the OPEC plus decision as the weekend faded, dropping below 28,000 to close the week in a disappointing style. However, during the April 3rd Asia trading session, Bitcoin staged a sudden comeback, jumping $865 from the overnight lows of 27.6 on Bitstamp. Popular trading account Dan Crypto Trades noted that in so doing, Bitcoin had closed another CME futures gap and thus exhibited classic Monday trading behavior. So definitely a good sign when we close them. CME gaps. Now for the third factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market. Another week, another Bitcoin mining record. That's right. Dip or no dip. The Bitcoin network fundamentals are in no mood to flip bearish this week. According to the latest estimates from BTC.com, the Bitcoin difficulty is due to yet to have another increase at the upcoming automated readjustment in three days. That's right. So on the 6th, this will take it from $47.9 trillion on a 2.3% rise, marking a new all-time high. For Difficulty, and as they say, the Bitcoin price tends to follow the hash rate. And as long as we have strong fundamentals, I would expect a strong price action. Now for the fourth factor to keep your eyes out on this week, dormant Bitcoin supply sets for the records. That's right. Bitcoin is known for its ability to create supply shocks, but the latest data underscores this long-term trend. Despite the Bitcoin price comeback this year, the available supply dormant for a decade is more at all-time highs. That record was beaten again this week with staggering amount of Bitcoin not leaving wallets since at least April of 2013, equating to 12.8% of the total possible supply of 21 million BTC, or 13.9% of the mine supply thus far. Now, any mass interest in Bitcoin will thus mean that the buyers have a dwindling supply to purchase. While rising slightly in 2023, exchange balances remain near their lowest since early of 2028, according to Glassnode. And now for the fifth and final factor to keep your eyes out on this week, is it too euphoric? 
Well, crypto market sentiment has not yet digested the possibility of a significant retracement. According to the classic sentiment indicator, which I covered with you, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, greed is what continues to characterize the overall mood. As of April 3rd, greed measures 63 out of 100, near its highest since Bitcoin's all-time highs back in November of 2021. Quoting a resource game of trades here, the crypto market is getting too euphoric. And while a high level of greed as depicted by the index still has considerable room for growth until hitting extreme territory near a 90, this is being a classic signal that a significant market correction is due. And now quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, he says, I've been writing about and coined the concept of a global hash war relating to Bitcoin for years. This idea has recently been co-opted and bastardized and plagiarized by members of the U.S. military in a very stupid disgusting and unconscionable way and he also continues this reminds me of the time that john poindexter the defense secretary paul wolfowitz stole my hsx.com idea to create terrorism futures markets amid purer pentagon kills terrorism futures market in my opinion these bad actors are attempting to create an attack vector against bitcoin and the benefits it brings for reasons that should be obvious bitcoin doesn't care of course the only loser here will be the united states and the American people. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with what I just shared. And now let's dive into some Bitcoin NFTs as the market craze uh, continues with BRC20 tokens. That's right. I know you've all heard of ERC20. Well, here's BRC20. A new daily uh, time, all-time high has been recorded for the number of ordinals inscribed in the Bitcoin network due to a recently launched token standard for the blockchain. Bitcoin ordinals reached 58,000 inscriptions on April 2nd, smashing the previous all-time high of 31,000. On March 9th by 83.5%, according to Dune Analytics. The surge is believed to be driven by the recent creation of Bitcoin requests for comment, BRC20 tokens, on the Ordinals protocol by a synonymous on-chain analyst named Domo back in early March. While Ordinals are NFT-like digital artifacts which carry data in the form of text, JPEG images, PDS, video, and audio formats in the Bitcoin network, the BRC20 token standard utilizes Ordinal inscriptions to deploy token contracts, mint tokens, and transfer tokens similar to ethereum's erc20 token standard and that's right you can have smart contracts on the bitcoin blockchain take that the arrival of ordinals and brc20 tokens of bitcoin were enabled by the taproot soft fork which took effect back in november of 2021 over 55,000 of the inscriptions on april 2nd came in the form of text-based ordinals many of which were represented by brc20 tokens according to leonids.org the host of the ordinals focused podcast now he also explained in a tweet that the spike on April 2nd came on the back of new tools used to interact with BRC20 tokens launched in the past few days. Quitting him here, there was a lot of excitement around BRC20 when it launched a month ago, but eventually the hype died down. And during the lull, devs built tools to make interacting with BRC20 much easier. And we are now seeing all-time high interest. I've said it before and I'll say it again, UX matters. And amongst those new tools include Ord.io, Unisat Wallet, and BRC20.io. And according to BRC20.io, 1,600 tokens have been created since the BRC standard was created. Let's go. How many of you have used NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain? Let me know. And amongst the popular BRC20 tokens include Pepe, Ordi, and Punk, currently boasting respective market caps of $2.5 million, $2.1 million, and $900,000. And over 42,700 BRC20 RC20 tokens have been minted in the last 24 hours, mostly coming from tokens uh, Wizard, Domo, and the Board Ape Yacht Club meme. 
and pups. While the market cap of BRC20 tokens currently sits at less than 10 million, digital asset investment firm Galaxy Digital believes that the Bitcoin NFT market may reach $4.5 billion by 2025, which I covered in great detail in yesterday's episode. If you missed it, be sure to check it out. Members of the Bitcoin community are still split on whether ordinals is a good fit for the Bitcoin ecosystem. Proponents such as Dan Held suggest it offers more financial use cases on Bitcoin, while others say it is straying away from Satoshi's vision of Bitcoin as a peer-to-peer cash system. So let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's discuss our next breaking story of the day. More bad news for the US dollar. That's right. India to facilitate international settlements and rupees to reduce their dependence on the US dollar. And I don't blame them. India's government is introducing a new settlement method apart from the US dollar for international commerce. The new foreign trade policy guidance, which was implemented April 1st, includes a new option of settling payments in Indian rupees, giving countries facing a US dollar crush a way to continue trading with the country. A new directive would be directed to help countries like Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, and Egypt, which are facing difficulties in obtaining US dollars to keep bartering goods with India. Commerce Secretary Sunil Barthwal stated that the measure would help disaster-proof these countries against a hypothetical dollar drought. You can say that again. The move is part of the efforts of New Delhi to profile its currency at a global level. And in this sense, the Department of Commerce of India explained this new foreign trade policy plan was designed to work towards making Indian rupee a global currency, adding further the impetus to India's emergence as the global trading hub. Now, India is the last one in the line of countries that put in a motion of certain initiatives to shift away from the U.S. dollars, at least for international settlements. China, a part of the BRICS bloc, which is also integrated with India, Brazil, Russia, and South Africa have also been promoting the use of the Chinese yuan as part of the international dollarization policy as predicted by Max a very long time ago. And in the meeting that the Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russian President Vladimir Putin held as part of Xi's visit to Russia on March 21st, Putin supported the use of the Chinese yuan to settle payments with emerging economies in Asia, Africa, and Latin America. Also more recently, China inked a deal with the Brazilian government in order to ditch the dollar for their bilateral settlement substituting it for national currencies. Other blocks are also contemplating different ways to diminish their reliance on the U.S. dollar, ASEAN, the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, the bloc that integrates uh, Brunei, Cambodia, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysia, Myanmar, the Philippines, and Singapore, and Thailand, and Vietnam is pushing its members to the use of national currencies for payments as they fear U.S. secondary sanctions for not enforcing a trading ban on Russia. So there you have it. It seems that dollar is toast to say the least, but we all know this, hence why we're Bitcoiners, right? Now for our next breaking story of the day, let's discuss what's happening with Saudi Arabia and OPEC, which is again, more bad news for the dollar. Check it out. This weekend, Saudi Arabia and several major oil producers, including Russia, the UAE, Iraq, Kuwait, Oman, and Algeria, plan to reduce oil production by a total of 1.15 million barrels per day. Can you say a supply shock, right? Uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia announced that each country would decrease oil production by 500,000 barrels per day, while the UAE will cut 144,000 barrels per day, and Kuwait will reduce production by 128,000 barrels per day. The announcement of the oil superpower's decision to cut supply follows the reductions made in October when oil-producing nations announced a decrease in production by 2 million barrels per day. And at the time, the Biden administration expressed its anger and warned of consequences. And on Sunday, the White House responded to the surprise cuts in a 
spokesperson for Biden's National Security Council said the U.S. does not believe that reducing production is advisable. Well, let's see if they still do it regardless of their advice. The spokesperson also stated that Biden's admin would continue to collaborate with oil producers to maintain low prices at the pump for American gas consumers. This news follows several reports over the last week indicating several large nations are shifting away from U.S. dollar settlements, which is a fact. According to Alexander Bakakov, the deputy chairman of the state of Duma, the BRICS countries, which include Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, plan to discuss the creation of a new reserve currency for the group of countries. That's right. In addition, China recently struck a bilateral deal with Brazil that enables trades in their respective national currencies to purchase liquefied natural gas. Now, the key word in this uh, paragraph is the fact they're going to be creating their new reserve currency for a group of countries, which means um, I've also heard rumors that this could be backed by gold or other rare earth uh, precious uh, metals. And furthermore, with China's rapid growth, the BRICS bloc is now the world's largest gross domestic product group. Saudi Arabia and other major oil producers believe that the reduction in production will help stabilize the oil market and being implemented as a precautionary measure, according to their energy agency. Data indicates that despite the oil production cut in October, prices of Brent crude and other measures of oil barrels have decreased from $95 per barrel to 80. And last October, Democrat policymakers wanted to cut ties with Saudi Arabia, remove troops from the region and end their arms sales. So there you have it. Things are not looking good for the United States. Things are not looking good for oil prices. Things are not looking good for the dollar, but things couldn't be any stronger and looking better for Bitcoin. It is what it is. Now let's discuss our next story of the day. And that's $13.4 billion and new Bitcoin hodlers, and then we'll be discussing the bank run crisis and how this is likely to continue to impact the king crypto and broader uh, crypto markets. So here we go. Check it. New data from crypto analytics platform into the block reveals that long-term Bitcoin hodlers snapped up billions of dollars worth of the king crypto just in quarter one of this year. In the new report, they say that long-term investors of Bitcoin and Ethereum have significantly increased their exposure to digital assets in quarter one of 2023, which historically could mean that these entities won't like sell until Bitcoin and Ether close in on their all-time highs. How many of you agree and are not selling until we reach at least all-time highs? Let me know. Quoting them here, the amount of Bitcoin and Ether owned by hodlers continues to hit all-time highs. Addresses hodling assets for over a year have increased their hodlings by $13.4 billion and $4.7 billion of Bitcoin and Ether, respectively, so far in 2023. So if history from previous bull markets repeats, these addresses are unlikely to sell until we approach previous all-time highs. Send it. Let's go. And according to the market intelligence firm, quarter two of this year could harbor potential catalysts for the leading two digital assets, such as ETH's upcoming Shanghai upgrade and Bitcoin's next halving cycle, which is just one year away, which is viewed as a force behind the crypto cycles, in which it really is. And Into the Block says that Ether's upgrade could cause short-term sell pressure due to the addition of staking withdrawals, but in the long term, it could be seen as bullish because it encourages more users to stake their ETH. Now, the firm also says that investors should keep an eye on key price levels for Bitcoin and Ethereum. According to Into the Block, investors accumulated around $17 billion worth of Bitcoin at $27,000 and $15.1 billion in ETH at around seventeen. Quitting them here, 27,000 and 1,700 for Bitcoin and Ether, respectively, are the levels to watch near term as they have the largest concentration of buyers with 623,800 Bitcoin valued at 17 billion and 8.4 million ETH valued at 15.1 billion being acquired 
at this level. If the prices were to breach this level, there's not much support based on previous buying patterns until 24.5 and 1500 for Bitcoin and Ether. And on the sell side, recent highs of 29,000 and 1850 have pressure from addresses that previously bought around the area, but there is not much further resistance if the price climbs beyond those levels. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the data from Into the Block. And now let's break down our final story of the day before we dive into some live Q&A. And welcome to everyone just joining us. I appreciate the love and the support. Here we go. Check it. Bitcoin market liquidity has dropped to a 10-month low despite a bullish quarter in terms of price gains. The liquidity uh, dry up is partly attributed to the bank runs in the United States and the ongoing regulatory actions against Crypto companies, as pointed out here by Connor Ryder, the liquidity situation in crypto is worsening after the banking fears of this month. I dived into several liquidity metrics to give an update on all things crypto liquidity. First, Bitcoin liquidity has dropped to 10-month lows as market makers lose access to U.S. dollar payment rails. That's right. The Bitcoin price registered a 45% surge in 2023, making it one of the best performing assets. The price gains come amid a looming financial crisis in traditional financial markets with stocks and bonds seeing their worst of years. And as the financial crisis has worsened, several banks obviously have collapsed. The banking crisis has also directly impacted the crypto ecosystem. The collapse of crypto-friendly banks such as Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank removed the important U.S. dollar payment rails for crypto, leading to a liquidity crisis, especially on U.S. exchanges. And I don't believe this is a coincidence. This, my friend, is all by design. Now, the crunch in liquidity has also led to increased price volatility, forcing traders to pay more fees and slippage. Slippage referring to the price difference between the expected price of a transaction and the price at which it's fully executed. So for a 100,000 sell order, the slippage for Bitcoin pair on Coinbase climbed by 2.5 times at the beginning of March. And during the same time frame, Binance's Bitcoin pairs slippage barely move. So the liquidity crunch has also led to higher price volatility on the U.S. exchanges, where the price discrepancy between Bitcoin and the U.S. dollar pairs have increased drastically compared with non-U.S. exchanges. For example, the price of Bitcoin on Binance.us is more volatile than the average price across 10 other exchanges. Now, Connor Ryder, the research head of on-chain data analytics firm Kaiko, explained the drastic impact of the liquidity crisis on traders and the market. He noted that the stable coins are replacing the U.S. dollar pairs and although it lessens the impact of the U.S. banking troubles, it has an adverse effect on liquidity in the U.S. He added that it could indirectly harm investors there. So there you have it. You have been warned. And as we all know, Bitcoin supply shock incoming as the supply continues to dwindle as the bank runs continue. I think this is ultra bullish for the king crypto and the greater good of the Bitcoin market due to its uh, obvious uh, scarcity. And also keep in mind, we have the Bitcoin having right around the corner one year away because typically it's the year of the halving. Markets return to all-time highs and it's the year proceeding the halving. We hit the height of the cycle, meaning the peak. For example, we had a halving in 2016. One year following in 2017, we hit the 20,000 all-time high. Then uh, in 2020, the next halving, we return to all-time high. And then the following year in 2021, in November, we reached the all-time high of $69,000, which is the current high. So I would not be surprised to see a new Bitcoin all-time high return, if not this year, by next year in 2024. And then the market hits the cycle peak. I'm anticipating a $300,000 plus Bitcoin price by 2025. But let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.